You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Did we get new intro music? <laughs> what? what? They just yeah. heard the other music and now this. What's so, uh, uh, Guffy, are you, do you need fired? What's going on over here? No, no. Uh, man. Well, play, Dakota, the intro, play the intro music. Like, whatever. Dakota's Dakota, co-host too. Keep uh, keep playing the song, Chris. Dakota mentioned this on yeah. our wonderful This is uh, If you want to know what this is about, you have to join the Patreon side. This is the Beatles. Yeah, the Beatles. This is oh, different different verse. My bad. Why? <laughs> Why am I being subjected to the Beatles? Did we lose a war? We won the war. It's Fourth of July. <laughs> that's enough of that. that. Is, uh, Way that's, to fade it that's out, that's producer Chris. Rocky Raccoon by the Beatles. Actually, um, funny story about that song. Uh, the Xbox that my parents bought me whenever I was uh, growing up. Um, the original Xbox, it was pre-owned and those were back in the days where you uploaded any music that you wanted. And, uh, mine had that song only. That was it. That was, that was the one you got. (laughs) No wonder you love it. So Mm -hmm. welcome to the boss. podcast. This is episode number 119 of essential Indiana's favorite podcast. I'm Jeremiah Morrill. Today I am joined by one co-host and one producer, Dakota Davis and Chris Guffey. Today's episode features the three of us sitting uh, at our half circle table and speaking the truth and speaking our minds and giving you our opinions, which are just like armpits. We promise we all have one. They all stink. Uh, also, we are going to be talking about to the 4th of July, the what it means to us. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> terrible. That's not my dad always that uh, he never said armpits. He said other parts of the body, but we're not going to go into that. Uh, we're going to talk about our Facebook feed, uh, what's been going on in the world of our social medias. Um, but mainly just the 4th of July. This is a great holiday. It is. I hear it's the best. Everyone tells me it's the best. Uh, everyone says I do it the best. So let's get into that. <laughs> the show, show is about our lives in rural Indiana. We are here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Remember that when we talk about our Facebook shares this week. Uh, sometimes we will provoke you. Other times we will make you laugh. Hopefully you will always learn something new. Dakota, we get some thank yous. That's right. We always need to thank our top patreon donors the people who donate fifty dollars a month to uh the patreon side of things which are the people who keep the lights on every person on the patreon keeps the lights on but if you're over fifty dollars a month you get a special thank you those folks are christopher bilbury uh christy avery jonathan phillips and 
of course, our lovely listener from all the way in Hawaii, Craig DaCosta. He made it back home safely. He's been hanging out in Canada and uh, in the northeastern United States, and we're I feel, glad, I feel like we're glad we, Craig's back home. We've been watching from a yeah. distance, worried about his safety, because his safety yeah. is our safety. Uh, of course. It's, there's $50 on the line. <laughs> uh, Craig, I feel like we've been giving life updates on, on Craig for like the past month. Uh, where he's been, been going. very exciting if uh if you want to help us out on the patreon side we would greatly appreciate it uh, you folks keep the lights on in the studio keep the internet running smoothly and uh, ensure that if we need anything for this show then we are able to provide it for ourselves if you want to sign up then it's patreon.com slash boss hog of liberty you can sign up for only five bucks a month, and uh, somehow Mason Roddinghouse figured out a loophole, and he's at like a dollar fifty a month. I wonder if he gets all the content. We don't. He know. does. He does get all the content because uh, we, you know, we don't discriminate in the Patreon feed. So whenever something is uploaded, we just put it to a Patreon. Any Patreon member, not yeah. at a certain tier. That's right. So, I. This show is also sponsored by Farmer Brad LLC. Last week was sponsored as well. Episode one eighteen was by Farmer Brad. Uh, Wayne County, Indiana, poultry producer, and the uh, they have the uh, the chicken waterer, farmerbrad.com slash boss hog for the uh, chicken waterer. You guys get a special deal. I'm amazed we actually had some folks uh, participate in that. I didn't know this is a group that was going to need chicken waterers, chicken, 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 chicken waterers, but it happened. It's a tongue twister, chicken waterers. Chicken waterers. Uh, waterer. So you can, well, yes. Well, I mean, it, you could buy two. <laughs> you could get plural. Uh, and then Farmer Brad also produces in Wayne County uh, poultry. That's right. Guffy, go to the go to the fridge for me. Great chicken. So there's uh, we have some the frozen, chicken. frozen chicken that was provided to us last week. There were three. Listen, folks. Now there's everybody only two. tell everybody keeps telling me that Farmer Brad's poultry is the best poultry on the market. We've also heard that Farmer Brad's poultry and his chicken waters are the best waters on the market. What's the city on that, Guffy? What's the city? That's, it tells you the. there's a producer label. Where Where is it grown? It does. It says raised by Farmer Brad LLC. Don't give the address. It's the city. Greens Fork, Indiana, 47345. It's a troubling community for uh, <laughs> for for last week's guest, uh, Mark Brim. But anyway, uh, Farmer Brad uh, provided us three chickens. I thawed one, and I produced it. I cooked it myself in the crock pot all That's day right. on low. Uh, that's why there's a spot on my shirt. I got a little too excited when I was eating it here in the studio, and uh, some of that lovely, uh, lovely juicy chicken hit the hit the front side of my shirt. So it's good. I can vouch for it. I'm, I'm going right. to need a tied uh, tied stick. Uh, Farmer Brad, he is uh, he's giving three dollars off to all of the people who go to farmerbrad.com/slash/bosshog. And then also at checkout, you can enter the promo code BOSSHOG and you get $3 off. You help support our show because uh, that that helps him know that people from our show are going to his website. Even if you even if you don't have chickens, we talked about it last week. If you don't have chickens, you live in the city of Newcastle and you, and you go, guys. It's a it's, symbol. You say, it's totally illegal for me to have chickens in the city of Newcastle. Guess what? That, I don't care. I don't care that it is illegal. <laughs> Let them let them smash down on you with all of their wrath. You stand firm in your belief that you, you can nullify raise that poultry. Law. That's right. Take it to a jury trial if you have to. I'm sure you that I'm sure that Sean can get you fully exonerated. Liberty Defender Sean Rao. You have you have a natural right to feed yourself. That's what I I think that'll I, stand up in a court. I feel so. I think if you assert well. your natural right to feed yourself, you take can take it to your the chickens. Supreme Court. 
I would lo- I would love that. And you know what? Any uh, it's constitutional law now. Any municipality cannot outlaw chickens. Once again, uh, <laughs> Farmer Brad LLC is the sponsor, and we uh, we do appreciate them. We're very excited, Dakota. Uh, real quick, they Brad also says that if you would like to uh, donate a chicken waterer, you can to a local 4-H student. Your county fairs are happening now, so if you want to make a purchase and want to donate it to a uh, to a local 4-H, Farmer Brad can make that happen, and I'm sure we can find a uh, Henry County or Wayne County 4-H member to uh, to connect that to as well. Dakota, I was going to say the man that's keeping Newcastle from owning chickens, Aaron Dickin. Just joined. <laughs> Come on now. You, you have one friend on the council. He hates One chickens. guy who's trying to pass a chicken ordinance to fix this, and it you're is, picking on him. So it is It is funny. We uh, we like to give Aaron crap because he's on the city council. And he's the one person who's yeah. actually shown interest in solving the problem you're worried about, and you <laughs> yeah, blame him for so it. So we give him crap for not allowing chickens, but now, he is the only he's person. He's not fixed it yet. He's not, right. he's not shown any results. I'm sure yeah. that if he gets another like-minded county or city councilman, maybe he'll have a shot at it. I'll help him write the ordinance. Uh, the <laughs> now, ordinance I, I reads, will say city- the ordinance reads that the city of Newcastle and and uh, and any any location within city limits shall not be prohibited to raise food on their property, whether cows, chickens, or other forms of livestock. Now, so- I want someone in the middle of uh, freaking downtown Newcastle to have a cow in their backyard because I think it's, what about somebody uh, at the Jennings? I think it's your God given right as an American. What about somebody at the Jennings apartments? For sure. Just put it in the 1400 Plaza. City Councilman a- uh, Dickin is in Washington, D.C. right now. I'm sure he's meeting with Representative Pence over this important issue. Uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you, Farmer Brad. Thank you, Patreon folks, for your support. It's, uh, it's always uh, helpful. This has been a very, very difficult day on the Internet. I, I'm thankful that uh, Facebook has gotten their story straight. And they've mm-hmm. gotten they've gotten it back up and running by seven o'clock Eastern time, so that we could be on the air. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, the WhatsApp app have uh, have had massive outages today. I uh, I felt like I was a kid again if, on dial up. If you didn't have <laughs> if you didn't have your memes saved to your local machine or in your Google Drive, you were out of luck. You could not share memes today. The currency of the era was gone. Yep, totally gone. You couldn't, you couldn't share. I couldn't. We, we screenshotting of funny stuff you saw on the internet. I, my life has been made by the new boomer group that started over the, in the last three days. That uh, I'm hoping I get my top fan badge in. I've been having the greatest time ever. In I don't the, think uh, you in the can boomer get group. top fan badges in groups. Well, there ought to be. I'm going to complain about it. If you I'm not have. top fan by the end of the week, I'm complaining about it in there you, in all caps. You would have because it's like it's every time that I get on Facebook, Jeremiah Morrill has posted at least three new posts in that group. I've been training my entire life for this group. And every single Facebook friend that I have They're all in has, now. has been in it because Jeremiah Morrill invited him. I invited to join a handful. Group. My brother was in it and that was Cade. Cade brought Danny in. Cade invited, uh, invited me in. Yeah. Uh, Cade, Cade went as crazy as I did and Mark Brim and I have been having the greatest time ever. And then the first night I was in, I guess it was Monday night, um, uh, Chris Spangle, dear leader, and mm-hmm. I had a fake fight and I got him ejected. I got him <laughs> thrown out of the boomer group. Oh, it was so I, good. I started a poll. I got him thrown out. Some other lady that I don't know said, no, Jeremiah's just a fl- snowflake and added it. And that wound up winning the poll, but Spangle was out, so I felt better. But then <laughs> Judas Judas Davis over here voted against me and so did, so did Cade. <laughs> I don't even remember how I voted. <laughs> I, oh, I know how you voted. I haven't oh. seen you comment at all, though, Dakota. You've been remarkably restrained. Mm-hmm. What the hell? I have a soft ban on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Boomer uh, abuse? 
Um, well, you know, I, it, this all started last week. Last week I, I had made a couple Facebook posts and I tried to comment, uh, to people who were commenting on my, on my posts and try to interact with some other folks. And every time that I tried to, then a little message would pop up and it said failed to post. And there was a red exclamation point. And I'm like, Hmm, this is strange. Uh, I didn't really think much of it. I did. I restarted my phone. I updated the app and I thought, surely this will fix it. Uh, much to my dismay, it did not fix the issue. So later, uh, I think it was Sunday night or early Monday morning. I went online and I just, I searched. I was like, Hey, um, dear Google, (laughs) (laughs) my dearest Google, how's come? I cannot comment on my Facebook, and I found myself in a Facebook you help section. You should probably section. put this in the boomer group. The boomer group. Yeah, yeah, I probably should. I found myself in a Facebook uh, help section, and it said, you may have been soft banned. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, what is that? And they said, you may have had a comment that was reported, and are there are repercussions to violating our rules. Um, so, and it, they give you a whole list of ways to find out if you've been, uh, banned and, uh, turns out I had, someone had reported one of my comments in the Facebook group, cult of the curious, curious, sorry, <laughs> mush mouth, uh, which is a Facebook group devoted to fans of the time suck podcast, which, uh, whew, that, uh, so I'm starting to rack my brain, uh, what comment could I have possibly made? <laughs> How did I abuse somebody? The I'm problem like, is, is when you've been doing what we have for the last two or two and a half years in uh, at the tip of the sword in social media, you um, you, you start to lose your filter and you, you become broken and you don't realize that you've offended somebody. Yeah. I, 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 here's the thing about that group, though. I really don't like it. I don't like it at all. Every time I see a post from the that, time suck group. Yeah. Every, have I, you tried leaving it? I like, I love the podcast itself. It's one of my absolute favorites. And, uh, however, the group is horribly annoying. Um, so I, I, well, you're I remember this thought. Sarah just sent me a picture of chase double fisting two bottles of Moscato. So he is having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, this group has gotten really irritating, and I can remember that I let off some steam on one of the irritating <laughs> posts. <laughs> uh, you called that a boomer, didn't you? No, no. What is What has happened in this group is people feel like this is an actual group of their closest friends. It is not. It is a group surrounding a mutual like for the podcast. It's not even like the Patreon supporters group, which I am also a, a part of, which is a the pretty cool group. group. Yeah, the exclusive group is cool. The regular group sucks. And the reason why is because people keep getting into that group and they and they just post like, uh, hey, time suckers, there's been this really horrible thing going on in my life. Do you have any advice? And I'm like, this is not that. Group. This is a, this isn't the group. Like. Find a I need family therapy group or something else to post your your horrible time in life. And I I made a comment that said, "What uh, is this group just becoming a uh, a complaint about my life group?" And 
I think that that might that must have been the one. There's an appeals process that I can go through to be able to comment again. Demand a jury trial. And at that time, I can see what the comment was. I'm not gonna. I'm just not gonna deal with that. I don't care. I don't care enough. Uh, Facebook doesn't control my life enough to really care that <laughs> I can't comment. Like, Ugh, you you got a month that you can't comment. How horrible is that? We really showed you. You're really suffering. Yeah. I get the same thing in the indie fuel fanatics. People like, that they don't complain about their lives so much as they they post things that aren't hockey related or fuel, which related. is weird. Which is like like we're here to talk about this one thing. Yeah. Well, there's like a lady. Why don't you just start looping, looping, look, linking to the Boomer Group for those folks, and then they can have that conversation <laughs> well, in there. So there's a place for that, ma'am. Logan is a dog that comes to the fuel games because of the owner. Well, he's retiring, and now she's. And it seemed like for a while, every other post in that group was, "What should I name a new dog?" Blah blah blah. Look at my dog. Make sure you watch the news because there's gonna be stuff about my dog. I'm like, I didn't join a dog group. Don't get me wrong, it's your dog's annoying. beautiful. It's super but irritating. This is, is a, for is the this fuel. Dog a fuel mascot, or this is just somebody that has a dog. This is somebody that has a dog that goes to the games. Oh yeah, like, I don't care. The, yeah, I'm like, I, if it's a team mascot, then I will allow it. it. It's not a mascot though. He's he's kind of become an unofficial mascot. Yeah, though. but you know, I I want to. If go, they were I, posting about that specific dog, then it would be okay. Instead of the, just their random dog that has well, nothing to do with the Indianapolis Fuel. If they had the, if it, you know, if they had, if it was the actual mascot, even this, the unofficial mascot, you know, cool. You want to post once a month about it? No big deal. But I don't need to hear about every other post, especially when I'm trying to figure out who we signed. Who our head coach is? What what's going on? Who are we releasing? Who went to Europe? Or sports, what? Sports, sports, sports. You know, here's the, here's my problem with the the time set group is that welcome to bitching about other people's <laughs> groups <laughs> on is, the Boss Cycle Review Podcast. It's well, Jeremiah Morrill and, and Dakota Davis. This along is with an Producer education. This is an education session. Learn Don't be how that to learn how to behave on the internet, folks. So the innocent bystanders that get tired of putting up with your crap don't, don't get, get a thirty day shadow yeah, ban. Don't get uh, don't get banned on the Facebook. My my problem with them is is I would start reading these giant long posts, thinking that it was a friend of mine on Facebook, and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> this she's poor going, girl, she's going through some horrible. I I'm feel like, terrible, and then I'll scroll back up. I'm like, who is this? <laughs> No one. It's nobody. It's I have no in, connection to you. It's we listen in Oregon. We listen to the same podcast. <laughs> that is it. That's the only way I know you. I don't care. I don't care about what's going on. Well, in your now life. you're just a heartless libertarian. <laughs> I have too much. I, there's too much going on in my life and the people I care about to care about your random crap as well. <laughs> God, figure out another way to deal with it. Put your own, put yourself in order, people. Wow, God, are you okay? Figure out your issues. This is Dakota, and you know what? Don't go to random people on the internet to try to figure out your issues. She can't afford therapy. It's like Kathleen Madigan used to talk about how she'd watch Oprah, just hoping her problem came up. A podcast group, <laughs> a, a podcast group where you learn about true crime and uh, other historical events is not the place you want to go for family counseling. Ugh. All right, that's all I got to say. Dakota about it. is very upset. Chase, about it. So irritated. Chase is about now it. finally apologizing. Uh, what's it say, Guffy or Dakota? Guffy can't see. It. I can't um, see. It. He. Do you want me to read all of them? No, just this. Mm. He said, uh, 
Sorry, I'm white girl wasted. <laughs> and he just clicked into the group to watch. Yeah. Well, have have fun tonight, buddy. A uh, couple updates here. Uh, Zach Bertram says there's 34,000 people in the Boomer group, and it seems like that Jeremiah and Kate are 25% of the posts that he's seeing. Mm-hmm. I think that's because we're friends. I made two posts this morning forgetting that I couldn't comment. <laughs> so you just start them. <laughs> But I I tried to make some really witty comments and I had them all typed out and I keep it is really irritating not being able to comment. I said that I don't really care, but it's super irritating. Yeah, you're gonna have you it gets it on my nerves. Week. Give it another week and you're gonna have a backup account. I I come up you'd with be like uh, you'd be like Spangle where it's like it's just to administer stuff in case I get blocked out or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not. I you're, you've crossed over to shitposter and now you need to have a sock account. Congratulations. Listen, if these people <laughs> wouldn't ask for advice in random groups, I wouldn't have to deal with it. And listen, I'm sorry you're tho- so thin-skinned that you can't deal with uh, me tell- someone else telling you to put your life in order and the internet's not the right place to be asking for it. You're not in self-help Reddit, right? <sighs> God. <laughs> Irritating. All right, so that's enough of that. So, yeah, we've been suffering through Facebook being broken today. You've, you've, been, you've been suffering anyway, but I, I didn't realize how much people shared memes in group chats and mm-hmm. until today. Yeah, where it's just like, oh yeah, somebody, some asshole sent me another picture today, and I can't see it. Well, yeah. and and I, then they're indignant, and then you have to go to the absolute pit of your of of society and text a picture to somebody. Text messages. Uh, Spangle said he had. To, Spangle said he was prairie dog and had to go to the bathroom, but he couldn't because he didn't have any memes. <laughs> and uh, gross. <clears throat> I so I texted him the entire Ross Ticknor hand drawn album. I texted him like 18 pictures of me. That's today. awesome. Um, but yeah, he, then he complained. All I do is help the man and he just complained. So, uh, crap. Yep. That's, Oh, uh, that's where that's going. Are you the, okay? <laughs> with the pictures, uh, with, uh, like messenger and other things that weren't working. Uh, we have in my, in my workshop at work in the shop at work. Um, we have a, a nice, like, uh, we built a workbench and there's a really old vice that we mounted to the workbench. Uh, it is a reed manufacturing vi- bench vice. And there's going to be some tool nerds that are going to appreciate that it's reed manufacturing two Oh three and a half model. Um, it's about reed with an R it's about 50, E-E-D. 54 years old. And, uh, I have been working on it on downtime. Like, uh, if it starts to, downpouring like it started today then i'll spend some time and work on it it's about three weeks and i've like really cleaned everything up taken all the rest off of it and uh lubed and greased everything found the original paint and uh it looks really beautiful and today i've finished it and i wanted to share uh how proud i was oh it it, it, it finally did come through yes to go uh we're we nice. are looking at them internally here in the uh, in the studio. I wanted to share how proud of this vice restoration that I did. You did good work, and uh, you did good work. No one could see it, but it was like a four hour it was wasted. Nothing worked. Wasted. Nothing worked whatsoever. If anybody has a vice, it was a restored, struggle. So my, I'll do it. I loved it. So I had a great time with it, uh, as always. I find joy. I don't. I don't get disappointed. I find joy in ways to have fun and to get around it. So immediately, I went to the boot, the new Boomer group and I started posting. Okay, you guys need to turn off your modem, restart your modem, dial back in. If you don't get a connection over thirty k, right click, disconnect, try again. Right. My uh, my wife said that uh, she had to leave the Boomer group because 
that's all she was seeing in her newsfeed was the boomer post. <laughs> the boomer post from Jeremiah and Kate acting like boomers. Yeah. So today, <laughs> today I totally stole from somebody's. The best part is that I've been stealing from people I know and growing up with and things I've just been seeing and posting them in there as, as me. Like I've just been complete theft, total theft in the boomer group. At least you admit it. M- m- 80% of it is just things that I've seen. Some of them are absolute copy and paste. Uh, but the greatest, the greatest thing I saw today to combat the, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> to combat <laughs> pictures not being able to share, be shared on Facebook is somebody took the, um, the Pikachu, uh, I guess it's the shocked Pikachu. What do you call it? Guffy shocked Pikachu, shocked Pikachu, uh, indignant Pikachu. And, uh, they made it out of just text characters. And then mm-hmm. I shared it from the boss hog page and it got shared by like three, th- or it got, it reached 3000 people in the last two hours. Yeah, that's a really good one. I was, I, it made my day, made my day. And we've had, we've had incredible but, traffic but the last couple But you made days. the post, like, I, I've noticed that the um, Baby Boomer Facebook group has really kind of seeped into your mind because you put ATM and No, PLS. that was, I literally lifted every bit of that too. I didn't create that. I oh literally copied and pasted the whole thing. It's plagiarism then. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Listen, man. You're never, I, you're never going to get your master's if you keep this up. <laughs> I, I, I don't care if I ever see the inside of a college classroom again. I'm in it for the clicks. I'm a clicks whore right now for the show. Yeah, you are. What we've done in the last week and a half <laughs> is also... Week has, and a half? Uh, the la- well, this, this last week, I guess. Yeah. It's it probably started three days. since Sunday, Sunday or Monday. Uh, yeah, I think it was Monday. Yeah, Monday's uh, when, it, when it first broke. It I, happened twice in a row we, that tourists have, were arrested. We are an official July 1st. So the month of July has been the month we focused upon this issue. Uh, July 1st and July 2nd, we've had a post. We get, we're get we on the distribution list for the Indiana State Police. And if there is something of interest, sometimes it's public information that's, that's important and there's somebody missing, it's an Amber Alert, or there's been an accident or something's happened, we will put something out that we think matters to our audience. The last two days, there have been reports of marijuana, out-of-state folks that have been uh, arrested on our <gasps> interstate that passes through our community. Uh, and all we have done is put a minor headline or editorial and then run the verbatim Indiana yeah. State Police I wouldn't even press call release. it. We haven't put any editorial. The, the, thing, the, first the thing, only things that we have added are the parts that are in caps lock. Well, and, and I've literally put, yeah, whatever's in caps, and I've put a, I've called it the Indiana State Police press release, and then I have a line that differentiates, and it is nothing but what they've put. Um, the first one came came July 1st, the second one on July 2nd. Uh, the second one, <laughs> the second one, I am so proud of myself that I'm beyond, I, I, I can't, I, this has made my month already. Uh, the state police said 34 pounds of suspected marijuana found on a traffic stop. That's all I needed. I looked at Sarah and said, it's happened again. I have to get to a computer right now. I loved the <laughs> suspected marijuana. Not sure yet. Could <laughs> well, be oregano. So this, dog alerted. this came out at, we got an email at like seven thirty or eight o'clock and the stop happened at six thirty. So literally somebody from the state, from the, from the arresting organization, rushed this to the printers. So it came out fast. So I editorialized it and said, tourist captured. I've, I've always called anybody that's passing from another state through this state that gets caught with the marijuana. I've always used the word tourist to describe them because I think we're arresting tourists. Go back to the, uh, the police special episode with Matt Pierce and Brandy Pierce. And you'll hear the, 
You'll hear the story it's not, behind tourists. It's not new. So tourist captured in Henry County found with 0.017 tons <laughs> of <Got> marijuana. Got him. <laughs> and I shared it from wall. It The first one got shared by Liberty memes, which was amazing. And then this one has gone off, off the charts in, in two days. We've, uh, it's built the first, the first one, which was some guy, some father and son from Ohio that had 16,000 links or reach immediately. Uh, this one's done over 24,000 with engagement. That's like over 8,500 people have interacted with it. It's insane. Um, it's been, it's been crazy. Uh, and the comments, Should've people have treated us. I did. The second one, I actually did go back and tag the Indiana oh, State Police in it. Perfect. So they are getting notified. Uh, their official public information office. I love it. They can reach uh, out to us. Because people are complaining time. to us, basically, like, we're the state police. Like, we did it. Yeah. And they're taking exception to, to my headline that I'm very proud of <laughs> saying, how dumb are you people? And I'm just, oh, it, I've brought, it, it, it's brought so much joy. It's brought so much it joy. Is, it is quite funny how a multitude of people have gone on there and they've complained and they've made comments to us like, like you guys are idiots dot, dot, dot arresting people for marijuana. No guy. We're not. The, we're, no, no. This, me, this page is boss hog of Liberty, not Indiana state police. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. It's, oh, it's man. been really fun. And uh, people, the tides have turned. People in Indiana are definitely ready for a change. This is ridiculous. Yeah. There's like 35 states that have have medically legalized this. About 13 or 14 states, including two border states, have now completely legalized it for recreation. We look like fools. And the purpose of sharing these things is is exactly what's happening. And we don't have to say anything. The fans do it. The public does it for us. Public outcry you know, is there. It's it's really just, and I don't care if you smoke or not. And these people aren't hurting anybody by passing through right. the community. It just makes us look like fools. And by the way, the jail that we sit three hundred feet away from is over capacity, and we're in lawsuits. But every one of these stories ends with, and we took him to the Henry County Jail. Great. The I think that the reason that the tides have turned so much on this is this issue is because if you really just think about it objectively you are putting a person in a cage for a plant. And that is the most ridiculous thing that you could ever possibly think of. And it, it's not because of the plant. It's because of what it does to the, that person's state of mind. So you want to intentionally punish someone for wanting their state of mind to be altered. And it's the craziest thing in the world. The, Joe Rogan puts it a really interesting way with, with any drug is if we're me and you Guffy, we're the last, we are the last two guys on the face of the earth. Okay. And all of a sudden you want to tell me what I can and cannot ingest. Who are you? Why do you get that authority? I'm number one. And that's, that's all it is. Like why, why does a cop feel like he has the authority because the state grants it to him, right? The, the state says, the legislature says, we have, we have decided that this is punishable by putting you into a cage and taking your money from you and hmm, maybe your car and any of the cash that you had on you at the time. And uh, all of a sudden, that's okay. But uh, they're so the, just people. So the like, first, they're people like us. Why, 
why do those why why do we as the people that are being protected and served and also the the people that are represented by the legislature why do we go all right yeah i'm fine with it you need to challenge yourself and decide if you want to give that authority to the state or not because we have that yeah. authority and we just turn it over blindly uh, to, to people that'll take 25 years to, uh, to turn it back over to you. Um, the first story that we shared was somebody that was doing 89 to 70. Yeah. Uh, and With folks no are like, you're dumb. Yeah. Neither person had, a, apparently they're sovereign <laughs> citizens too. Yes. <laughs> and neither person yeah. had a license, but the press release says they didn't get a ticket for any of that. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't, they didn't get arrested for not having a license. They didn't get arrested or, or didn't and make their press release that they care about for, for speeding. They just simply got. Uh, What's hilarious is it's like the way a, that a I, class A misdemeanor. The way I imagine it playing out in my head, and I know that it probably didn't happen this way, but the way I like to think about it was, the cop lights him up. He's like, "Ooh, nineteen over. We got him this time, boys." And he pulls him over. The driver's like, uh, he he asks the driver license and registration. Driver says, "Don't have one." Does your passenger? <laughs> no. Your passenger's not. Like, it doesn't matter. He's you're, like, a, you're a victim, right? You're the passenger. It doesn't matter if the passenger has a license <laughs> or not. Well, a why lot does of, that make the press it, release? Uh, sometimes I've seen them, and I've heard I've seen it on live PD, and I've heard it happening where the cops just kind of like, if the passenger has a license, yeah, then he'll, he'll just be like, all right, well, you bucko, you get in the driver's seat. seats. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Perhaps. uh, and he he doesn't have one either. So the cops like, all right, step out of the vehicle, and then he smells weed, right? Which is according to the press release, he he had he smelled the essence of raw marijuanas. Raw, yes, raw marijuana, Un, uncooked. Not uh, what's what's the name of it? Carbonized is the correct term for burnt, uh, right? Yeah, carbonized is how they call burned marijuana or burned hash. I've never or heard of it. I've never uh, I've never participated. I, I can't. I, I think can't, that's right. I can't. I think we'll, it's right. we'll roll with it though. I, I think that to, it, uh, I think that if they find a bowl or a bong or something, and uh, there's like partially smoked weed in it, then they say uh, possession of carbonized marijuana, which is a, a difference because it means... Done been used. Yeah, you've probably partaken uh, At soon. some point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he tells him to step out of the vehicle. He smells the raw marijuanas, and then he searches them, and all of a sudden, the rest of the stuff is just like... Whoop, no big deal. Gone. <laughs> no license going 19 so, over and you're the, okay and the second the second Hey-oh, story got him on something even bigger now the second story is even more troubling and yeah. somebody was pulled over and this is truly possibly a uh <laughs> jacob Serber's in the chat <laughs> i accidentally carbonized my potatoes <laughs> he said he also said that we should declare sovereignty and secede from the union and then open up a mobile weed dispensary to sell to the tourists <laughs> We're gonna in, you can't a, do that here. Mm-mm. This is Boss Hog of Liberty is, Land. This is a sovereign <laughs> state. <laughs> Colorado has weed tourism. Legitimately has weed Your tourism. Your badge has, has no power here. And these poor bastards that are passing through from Colorado on I-70, Denver goes, I-70 plates. goes straight to Denver. To, to coming back home to Ohio and they're and they're this is this is what happens they're twenty minutes from home <laughs> and this then then now they're sitting in the Henry Ken jail and they get lit up Woo-hoo. sorry so, Bucko <laughs> almost made it sorry you, you were so close to freedom uh, and now now you're not uh, the other one is truly possibly a constitutional issue people have raised this a number of times in the uh, in the chat or not in the chat but in the, the comment section in the comment section. 
the uh, the fellow was pulled over in. Lady, uh, Janice, I'm sorry, the, the yes, lady. Correct. The lady was pulled over. Fellow's pretty unisex. For following too closely, like, dude. In uh, in Henry County on I-70, uh, close to the the county line, uh, close with Wayne County, uh, and the canine officer, according to the police uh, press release that was issued, uh, came from Cambridge City. And they they brought the dog out to smell because the driver, according to the press release, was acting nervously. And there's a 2015 Supreme Court decision that says you can't take any longer than normal, a normal traffic stop. You can't add time on to bring a dog out to sniff because it, it's violating your Fourth Amendment right. Right. But that Which seems so that subjective. Really, so that's where... What is normal to that police officer? He says... That's where a defense attorney gets involved 50, and says, okay, 50 well, minutes is a normal, how much, normal how much time, time does it typically stop? take you? Which, you know, and then you, then you go and you subpoena logs and you, and you really make an issue out of it. But they brought a canine officer in from another County. So, right. They, it's right. somewhat a neighboring town, but a defense attorney could very legitimately make the case saying, Hey, you made my person wait longer than you should have for a following too closely. You need to release, you needed to let them go on their way. You had no reasonable suspicion to, to, to check the car. You called a dog in, you were fishing, and yeah, you found something, but the Fourth Amendment says you can't do that. Yeah, and yeah, the Supreme right. Court says you can't do that. So there is a legitimate chance that this is this is going to get expensive for our prosecutor trying to fight this and prosecute something that's not prosecutable. So now the people of Henry County may be on the line for something that's not, that's not necessarily right either. But also it's just... You know what's going to happen is this is probably going to proceed into a plea deal. They're mm-hmm. going to talk them into the plea deal. And the biggest problem about it is that all of these folks that work regularly as public defenders, defense attorneys within the county, um, and the judges and the prosecutors, they all work with each other on a regular basis. And it's it's super easy to get a reputation surrounding yourself as a judge, prosecutor, and especially a defense attorney. So if the prosecutor's office does offer a plea deal to this specific person, um, then the defense attorney, they run the risk of having a reputation of bringing something to the courts that the prosecutors, the judge, the rest of the county officials don't necessarily agree with and they develop this reputation of just holding things up. Uh, you want to be a, a stick in the road and a want stick to in hold the mud. a process. Well, I'm saying road because you're, you know, it's a bump in the road, right? <laughs> That'd be a speed bump. Yeah. Oh, God. Good. So disappointing. But, I, but I, I, I just, I, I think that that's a fundamental flaw within our entire justice system that, uh, that that can happen. And I think it's especially true with, um, with like, imagine a young prosecutor that's, or young defense attorney that's just starting to mm-hmm. develop a name for themselves. And all of a sudden you develop the reputation of, Oh, this is the guy, this is the guy that's difficult. That always tries to bring things to trial. Yeah. But, but what you, but what we have to remember here is both of these, all three, sorry, all three are, from out of state. So what's to stop them from getting lawyers from out of state as long as they're allowed to practice in the state of Indiana to come and represent Well, they can bring them. anybody in they and want that's, to. And that's right. what but I'm saying. They, but are these people going to use a public defender then or that, are they going to go well, into their own pocket? Well, right. then that defense attorney doesn't have to worry at all what little Right. Well, and that's true, but the, prob- the problem is, is if they can't afford it. 
Um, and if they can't, then the defense attorney, and I think I'm correct on this. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I believe that the defense attorney is appointed by a judge. Can be. So if you don't dig into your own pocket, a public right. defender. If, if you have there's, a public defender, a public then defender's office. That there, public and defender. There, are, there is a pool of public defenders. Right. Mm-hmm. But the one that's picked, the public defender that is picked, is selected by a judge. Correct. I, I don't think so. I think it goes to. Case. I think it goes to the public defenders. Or is it just office. on a rotation? Think, and then, yeah, probably whoever's up on the on okay. the totem pole, or if one, somebody specializes in like, we traffic stops, or. I know, I know that in Ohio it's different, in in specifically Cleveland, then the judges select the the public defender, and they're trying. There's a lot of there's a movement over there right now to try to fix that issue because they're saying if public defenders develop this reputation of being troublesome and taking things to trial, then all of a sudden they get less work and they can't uh, make as much money. So there's an incentive there to just kind of go with the flow and accept plea deals for even things that they should their clients should never plead guilty to yeah but i'm glad to hear that we don't have that here well i i, I can't be 100 sure but that's common sense would tell me that's how it should work right you would think so but then i i just read this article about cleveland uh yesterday and i was blown away by it i will say uh, about the second stop that troubles me is so following too closely i'm sure i'm sure we've all followed somebody too closely now what dick uh, acting nervous I, I don't know about you guys but whenever i get i get pulled over my heart kind of just goes pitter patter pitter patter even though i know i did nothing wrong or maybe i was speeding you know mm. nothing that's gonna you're going to jail for but just no victim right? yeah yeah just pitter patter and i'm like oh my gosh and then so then my voice gets a little squirrely sometimes and so does that warrant a search of my vehicle because mm. In the minds, in the mind of a tyrant, it does. Because yes. I'm pretty sure what's going to happen is I'm just going to roll up my windows, lock my door, and put my key in my pocket. And if he asks me to get out of the car, and so then he he's not going to get into my vehicle. Well, you know what? I say you just drive away until I get <laughs> and until I, say, I get a hold of my my lawyer. I say you drive away, Sean. and whenever a police chase happens, inevitably, then you pull over into a very public location. Like a Walmart parking lot, yes, or a truck stop parking lot. You should text and whenever and we'll set up the live stream though. Whenever people freak out, <laughs> whenever they place. freak out on you, you tell them that uh, there was a strange man with a gun and he was yelling at you and telling you to get out of your car. You didn't know why, and all of a sudden he had a weapon and you were unarmed, but you were in a car, so you knew you could outrun him. Uh, that's what, I don't that's know, all. A I don't know if is. that's the right thing to do. That's but. all a cop is: is a stranger with a gun that thinks that they have more authority than you do, as a, as an individual. That's really all it comes down to. I don't want to. I, I think the law needs to be changed so we don't put the cops in these positions. That's, that's yep. what I've said for for months and months and months on this show: is that we have stupid laws and we and the, where the rubber meets the road with law enforcement. I think we force and our we police put them into, in terrible positions, yeah. and then they get judged. The metrics are mm-hmm. how many people did you catch for this, and that's ridiculous. Well, and something else is it's not fair. If if any if it was it's any not fair one to of them, us. and they're putting you're putting them in a violent situation. You're putting over and you're over putting and over. the police in a violent situation. You're putting the public into a violent situation. It's not good for anyone, and that the responsibility of any bad things that happen to any individual police or citizen falls on the shoulders of every single person that sits in the Indiana General Assembly every year. 
Bill Levin announced that he's it running for governor of Indiana as a libertarian. He's the first candidate to announce that. Um, in his press release, he he did talk about cannabis. He doesn't want to use marijuana because he thinks that's a, a term that uh, uh, it's a moniker people put on it. So he calls it cannabis, and he says everybody loves cannabis. Cannabis is fine. We need to legalize cannabis. We can all agree that we don't like poison ivy. If we're going to outlaw plants, let's outlaw poison ivy, and let's send let's send the task force out to go yeah. uh, to go confiscate and burn like, poison ivy. Nobody likes that stuff. So anyway, Kate said a, tra- we'll see. We'll a traffic stop shouldn't make anyone feel nervous or unsafe. Maybe that's a problem itself. I feel extremely nervous and scared, uh, legitimately scared whenever I get pulled over. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I wouldn't say well, scared, stop but nervous. The law, I've told so the story before where I had a taser pulled on me whenever I was sixteen, and it's and I get scared. I get very, very visibly nervous, and I have to try to take control of the situation myself. And that's why I say as little as possible to the police whenever they come up to my window. Is it's, it's my little way of exerting control over the situation, and it helps me feel better. Yeah. Well, uh, something else about this tra- second tra- traffic stop that led to this this arrest was if she would have had an Indiana license plate, she would have just been a sin on her way. Absolutely. Absolutely been sent on her way. You don't think so? I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, it, is, it is interesting that they're all out of state. They uh, they're coming from states that uh, that are potentially are being profiled because they uh, they're legalized. They're they're legal states and they're potentially being encouraged to look for uh, look for issues. I mean, just think about it. Anytime that you're driving along the highway and you see a license plate from Colorado, don't you immediately think that that guy's got weed? Yeah, I do. Let's get that guy. Over. I do. I'm like, I'm like, bet that guy has weed in his car right now. <laughs> I always think that. I'd be a terrible cop because I would never pull that guy over. And if I ever pulled someone over that had weed, I probably wouldn't even pull people over to begin with. But the, Mark I don't Armstrong. even think that cops should be pulling people over. I think they should, like I said last week, should operate like fire departments. Are you familiar with comedian Mike Armstrong? He was a Louisville cop. He used to be on nope, the Bob and Tom show back, uh, back in the day. Uh, very funny guy. He was a cop before he was a police officer, and he, he has bits just about this. I strongly encourage you guys to go uh, – Go look up Mike Armstrong on the uh, on the YouTube's and or listen to some old Bob and Tom stuff to check uh, Dear Leaders uh, support Dear, Dear Leaders Day Job. All right, this is uh, you guys know Boss Hog Liberty. We transition gratefully, so we will gracefully and we will gracefully talk about freedom and independence. Right. How much liberty do you have in your life, everybody? July Fourth is the day that Americans, three percent of Americans, came together and said, "You know what." We aren't going to stand for it anymore. And they started shooting the people that were uh, enforcing unjust laws. And that's the day we celebrate. And they did it with military style weapons. Uh, just like we should be able to have here. And I think it's great. I think that 1776 will commence again. <laughs> Are you calling for Thomas Jefferson, uh, the blood of liberty? That was a, that was all a, like I tried to do that in like a very calm, but Alex Jones style rant. And I hope that you all appreciated the comedy in that. Jerry Williams is in the chat. I don't know if she's on the boomer boomers thing right now or if her keyboard just stuck, but Uh she she just commented in a way that makes me think she's in the boomer group. I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I just don't know. Maybe we'll get it later. I don't know. Try again. Mentioning Jerry, we will mention that, her sister was in a terrible accident out at the park and 
She's been undergoing several surgeries. I she's believe. on the mend, is what I've been would have been hearing. Yep, yep. She's been having surgeries, and I don't know how today's. I believe she had one today. That's what Jerry was saying. But good. Hoping, uh, hoping Faye gets uh, gets back. Uh, yep, gets back uh, as soon as she can. So For now, what? Uh, wh- boom, boom. This is like a to me like Independence Day is a is a milestone in the calendar, just like Memorial Day, Christmas. It's a it's a mile marker, and sometimes we're in the rat race and we don't really pay attention and we don't take stock like we should. It's a day off work, and that's just the way we treat it. And damn it, it's on a Thursday and. You got to go back to work on Friday. It's stupid unless you burnt a vacation day. Um, so we don't really stop and say, okay, we're celebrating the fact that a bunch of people said committed treason and wrote the Declaration of Independence on July 4th, 1776, and said, we're mm-hmm. out. It's over. They said and they, they wrote their death warrants. Our own people. They, they, we are, you can leave us alone. We're out. It's done. We're over it. Give me freedom. And they earned it. They fought for it. They made yep. it happen. Some a uh, little bit of French help and a lot of good luck and a lot of tenacity and American spirit. And uh, Lexington and Concord happened, and, yeah, and we I, ran them off. That's why we're all crazy now, right? Do you think that's why we're all like Americans are kind of nuts? What? I mean, Americans and Australians are the two craziest nations in the country. Well, you know, I think Americans are kind of crazy because originally the first. From the very first people that ever came over here, think about how crazy it was. They took their children and they hopped on slabs of wood. And they, it's not Cuba. They weren't slabs and, of wood. They were boats. And, and these, and were, these were made out of slabs boats. of wood that had like they had no motors, and they traveled weeks across the open ocean. Yep, to go to a land that they had never even seen pictures of that had because there else. weren't any because they wanted freedom there could have been and the only navigation that they had was because some guy went there before and drew a picture of it with a feather and ink don't forget think about ink. how crazy that is that's us that's all of us and that that's even the immigrants that are coming over now they're making this crazy crazy life-altering decision to go you know what my life sucks now and i'm gonna try to make it better and I'm going to risk life and limb to do it. And they, they come over here. And that's that's the American spirit. That's why we're nuts. That's why we're wild. Well, that's why we enjoy fireworks. And we don't care if we blow our thumbs off with an, with an M80 firework. What are you, a New York just crazy lineman? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. I already, Did he get I that actually reference? got that reference. <laughs> was, Whoa. I'm I was shocked. I, I surprised Man. myself. Jason Pierre Paul <laughs> in the house, everybody. <laughs> JPP. So... <laughs> <laughs> rest in peace uh jared lorenzen by the way former nfl quarterback um he gone he gone 38 years old today the 500 pound quarterback i want to i want to separate my monologue about what makes americans crazy and like make that a youtube clip over some trumpets playing with me speaking about it with a american flag waving superimposed on my face Donald Trump in the background. Jacob Serber is watching. He says, by the way, the American spirit is also a cigarette brand. And trust me, Dakota <laughs> and I are very, very, very familiar uh, on occasion with the uh, black. Not me. Not according be, to my insurance used company. Used to be on, on, occasion, <laughs> on occasion with the black version of that, that carton uh, on. Not within parties. the past year. But not 12 recently. Months, according on, to my insurance company. On Dakota's <laughs> bachelor party only. That is something that we right. well, we were familiar with. Yes, that was over twelve months ago. Yes, 
You've been married a long time, old man. Honest folks, about um, about two years. All your liberty. Getting there. (laughs) Anyway, I've just reattached my uh, my arm and probably unplugged Dakota as we're going. Um, So, yeah, these guys signed their treasonous death warrant for uh, for total freedom. They got it. And then over the last 200 and some years, we've uh, we've had an imperfect society. We've made some improvements. We've made things worse. Uh, I'm not real happy with our Fourth Amendment and your right to privacy or your constitutional amendments being protected in that way. Uh, we've also made some other progress. The uh, This week, Nike has uh, uh, announced and then immediately rolled back some shoes because Colin Kaepernick got mad about uh, some the Betsy Ross 1776 American flag. Uh, uh, because That's a weird situation. Because, because other people have uh, reappropriated it as something wrong it wasn't it wasn't really that it was just Colin. they they approached colin kaepernick about shoes that they were thinking about launching with the design and um apparently he said some people might take offense to this because of the era that is associated with that flag as well as there are white supremacists that have co-opted the flag in their rallies and nike said oh well, if that's the case, we're not going to make these shoes so as to not try to offend portions of our customer base. And then news outlets got a hold of the story and said, Nike is pulling the shoes because they hate American flags and Colin Kaepernick kneels for the national anthem. And now we've started freaking out about it. When in reality, Nike decided to make a conscientious Conscientious. I can't say it right now. They decided to make a business decision based on the fact that a person that they had asked for advice from told them not to. And that's all it comes down to. But it only got publicized if because of Nike's controversial If we're having the, the conversation over the Betsy Ross flag, the 13 stripes in a circle, the 13 stars in a circle from the original 13 colonies that flew when we became a nation... I think we probably ought to stop for a minute or two and say, okay, you can't let perfect get in the way, perfect get in the way of good enough. Right. This country, I don't, but this I country see, I don't wouldn't have existed. So slavery was the issue that was the, you know, that that's the concern yeah. and that's what he's mad about. Uh, and it's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was only three fifths of a person, yada, yada, yada. Right. The, which we all understand that American history, but if, if they hadn't made that compromise at that time, the country would have never existed. And a hundred years later, blood was spilled and things were right. And we were at, we had the 13th and 14th amendments to the constitution, a constitution that was created in, in the late teens, late 1700s that allowed for amendment that was put in place so that they could fix that later. And now we've, we've continued right. to make strides. So yeah, we, we screwed some stuff up in the beginning or it wasn't perfect, but it was the art of the possible at the time. And here we are in a time where we're working more and more and more on equality, where we have a country where, you know, we, we started with this idea of liberty and we've been able to pass it on to women. We've been able to pass it on to people who were considered to be property. We've been able to pass it on to anybody that loves anybody. All of those things are now possible. It's getting, it, you know, if you look at right. the direction that this country has gone, that's all looking at the positive and they're almost entirely all universal other than the two or 3% of people that will just never be sol- solved or, or reached, we're there. And, that, you know, that's something to be celebrated. And that's from that kernel that was planted in, in 1776. So that's a big part of Independence Day, right. something to consider. It's not no, just that you get I to cook your, cook your hot dogs. But I don't, I don't think that it's actually an issue. I don't think that there's 
I don't think that there's huge masses of people out there. No, it's a clickbait world. Yeah, they go, the Betsy Ross flags is racist. It's. I don't think that that's true at all. I do think that uh, Colin Kaepernick looked at it with a totally different perspective because he's been engrossed in this world of uh, he's, whether he wanted to or not. He's he spent the last right. three years becoming a subject matter expert on all things race related. Right. He's, exactly. It's, it's become it's become all encompassing. Right. Which what is why it would make sense for Nike to go. Do you see anything wrong with this? As a business, as a are business, you, are you looking decision. at it to say, okay, can you find anything wrong with it? Because if we look at your, you got to carry right. a daredevil right now. Well, uh, I is there anything we can say? What's West Coast yeah. mean? Is that West says, Coast going to be offensive? It says devil on it. It says devil. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's all stupid. Our beards should beards all, be illegal. It's all ridiculous. They they can give you lice. They can they can spread. <laughs> It's dangerous. I, I but I really don't I, I really don't think it was a bad move by Nike to at least ask for his opinion. Do I think that he was wrong? Yeah. I really don't think that they would have seen any backlash from the shoes, namely because the shoes were pretty ugly to begin with. So I'm not sure a lot of people would have bought them. But I they asked for the guy's opinion the and same- he gave it to him and they decided to listen. And that's all it was. And because all of a sudden, we have this outrage culture on the left and the right. If you were already news boycotting Nike, took it and ran. Are you are you boycotting Nike even more? I'm boycotting them double. Before I just went and buying the shoes. Now I'm not going to buy their sweatbands and t-shirts. Now I'm not. Up. I was. I, I quit buying them at the retail <laughs> store, but now I'm going to quit going to the outlet too. I'm not going to buy them at any price. What? Yep. What? What are you going to do? I, you that's, know, this you is know, stupid. I do that southern accent whenever I say stuff like that. You, but, you try um, to be Brent Terhune. Well, one time whenever I was in high school, I did uh I did speech and debate competition and there was a girl on our team who had this monologue piece and every time that she would switch to a character that was stupid in any way, she, she was would, southern. She would use a southern accent. Did she did the, she have this Ken Burns Civil War music the, and she'd push play and play in the, the background? The judge, hold on, the judge of that competition had a southern accent oh, no. and was very offended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and man. berated her. Was, she your te- on was the it the debate where it was your team? Was it your teammate? No, no. These were monologue pieces. And she had to like switch between characters within the monologue. Yeah. And the dumb character would always, always have a southern, southern accent. And the the judge became very upset. Let's hear your best accent right now. Best best Ahinga Dinga Durgan. I'm from Norway. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, what you got? I got nothing, man. You don't have. I if I go to Chicago, I get a Chicago accent. Yeah, he I'm, always I'm go to has fun like a that. like two weeks before we yeah. before a Chicago trip. Jeremiah, I, I will start going it. Chicago, Chicago. <laughs> I'm the same way. Like I pick up accents where I go. So oh, I will do it on the phone with somebody from the south because I, I I'm a salesman. <laughs> I will. I will be a good old boy from Western Tennessee or Kentucky if I'm. You I, adopt, I, I you adopt. You're like I'm going to fit in. I just it's a it's a learned dialect. Now right? my dad in sales you become a chameleon, my friend. My my yeah, father yeah. he he adopts a southern accent. Like um, if he as soon as he goes south of forty, no. When y'all lived in Dunreath, no, not was, not if he's like uh, not if he's talking to a person with a southern accent is whenever it's whenever he wants the person that he is talking to to see him as more of like a uh, vulnerable. No, as more of like a, uh, a more masculine figure. 
So he are you he, saying your father's not always one hundred percent masculine? No, I, Jeff's. I, a, I, I, Jeff's. He's Jeff's like, never been anything but masculine he's to me. Pretty much the manliest guy I know. But yeah. whenever he's talking to a, another man at like a hardware store, for example, <laughs> he'll adopt like a very, the, very slight Southern tang. In the, in the, and in the Ace Hardware, he's like an antebellum South Southern Bell. No, not like Ace Hardware. Come on, man! I told you that he was a man's in man the, in the Gilmans. Men's men's men do not go to freaking ace hardware they they her. seek out you know there's need, like a radar where I you need to buy some lavender paint for my wife. <laughs> you you seek out like the mom and pop hardware stores like the dudley's and spice oh man where it's an old man behind the counter and he's seen and he's done everything in every single profession in his entire life and just decided to open a hardware store then you go up to him and you go yeah, i'd like to uh i think you know, my boy and I over here, we're working on a retaining wall. And that's kind of how he does. It's like very slight, but it also seems like, uh, I don't know. It's, it's more of like a Jeff Sessions type of, <laughs> of Southern accent, like yeah. Southern gentleman type accent. Back to marijuana prohibition. Jeff Sessions, <laughs> man. Oh man. All it's right. It's very interesting. Language is weird. I had a, uh, I had a friend from Chicago one time tell me that I had a definite Southern accent and I thought, Wow, that's weird. Yeah. Now every time I think about it, I listen to my voice when I'm talking. When I go back to Messina, I go, oh my God, I had no idea I spoke (laughs) like that. It's it's hilarious. My mom used to say when I was a little kid, I had a Massachusetts accent and I didn't. I had a Messina accent. Uh, They're very similar. But, uh, you know, I I go back to Messina and I hear it from the locals or somebody will come here and visit me. And uh, uh, Cousin Mark, I don't know if you, Mark and Wendy, if you're still watching, but uh, you guys are, uh, you guys have the Messina accent. The Messina accent. The Messina huh? accent. At least Mark does. Wendy, not so much. But I want to I know what Mark that Moore. sounds like. It sounds like a, a a New York Boston accent. Hmm. It's wicked fun. Boston. Man. No, I ain't got one. <laughs> I ain't got one, man. Jacob Server called you a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> he said in sales and politics, you learn to be a chameleon. So sociopaths are born with this ability and should seek sales and political positions. Congratulations, Jeremiah. Jeremiah has done both. He, well, he sought both. I'm not, I am not a successful politician. I have a dude then, that's offered myself up for office. I have yet to win anything. And then he called me triggered. Maybe. Uh. <laughs> a little bit. Guffy, you've, you've, uh, you enlisted, you fought for our fleet, freedom, or you at least served in the, uh, in the armed forces. That is correct. What, uh, what's Independence Day mean to you? It's not Memorial Day. It's not Veterans Day. It's different. Yeah. It's, it's independence from Britain. What, what? What what's your view? What's Means your I don't care about rural weddings. Yeehaw, America. Surprisingly, I do care about rural <laughs> weddings. <laughs> no, I, I I I do care about royal weddings for some reason. It's just because that Meghan Markle, you like right? the dog, the pageantry. Yeah. <laughs> just just Megan. That's it. But no, uh, really, it's just a, a chance to spend time with your friends and family. Obviously, it's what all holidays are. Um, typically, July Fourth is really the one day out of the year where I'll, 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 I like to drink. Oh, this is going to be your day. Yeah. But you can't drink this year. You're, you're politicking. Yeah. I'm going to be politicking, but I will be, I'm leaving early. I'm leaving at like two or three. Not staying for the fireworks. Mm, Probably not because I don't want to be out there in that mess. I mean, it's, it's a great show and you know, Memorial Park always puts on a great show for us. I will be out of town and this citizens. time. Uh, I've, I've enjoyed it the last few years, but uh, 
I actually got to see the fireworks at Putnamville Speedway last weekend with uh, with my uh, the in laws, the Potter family. Sarah and her little redneck heart. Sarah and her little redneck heart. Exactly. Yeah, but, she, she was very happy. But no, Fourth uh, of July is typically when I when I decide to drink. Otherwise, I don't abstain from drinking the rest of the year. But I don't. I don't drink heavily. So this is going to be an intense day for you. Probably. I'm. I'm nothing serious. Just some. Probably some rum and coke. Mojitos. Nah, Long Island's probably. Long, ooh, you just every every bit of alcohol you have, you pour into one glass. Beer, probably. Yeah. You drink um, it with old army friends. You're gonna hang out at home. You can. What are you gonna do? Typically, it's just fly by the seat there. Let people know. Um, Kate saying you're not having for, a meetup. Nah. Um, I will say that uh, July. What was it? Three, two years ago? Yeah, two years ago when I was on vacation, I got news that a guy that I deployed with had killed himself. But uh, so I might go over to Indy and see if anybody else wants to go over there and meet up maybe that way because it is a long weekend for me. I took Friday off, so get that nice four day bereavement from work. <laughs> bereavement? <laughs> bereavement? <laughs> break? Break, fine. Work didn't die, it'll still be there Monday. <laughs> Yeah, it did. <laughs> Cade for four says, days. Cade says July 4th is for cutting wheat, bailing, and wrapping straw, and planting double crop beans. Basically, uh, Cade's not a fake farmer on the 4th of July. No, he's a real farmer. I had uh, That's the only day of the year. I've had so much locally produced uh, food this last week. It's been unreal. I'm not allowed on the property. I had I had <laughs> L&K ground beef last night, L&K green beans. I've asked had, you to bring me stuff. I had some Ellen K squash today for lunch. He's officially banned me from all. I L&K had farmer bread chicken tonight. It's been it's been good for the local food. Have you been partaking in some of the uh, local stuff, or are you just uh, buying whatever the hell you can get at Walmart? Uh, Do you even know where your food comes from, Davis? Yeah, uh, like Lee's chicken, <laughs> <laughs> Buffalo uh, Wild Wings, Buffalo Wild Wings chicken. Um, no, I've had the beef. I, I've eaten a lot. Of, I'm sorry, Cade. But sometimes I go and buy venison from the Ninth Sound Meat Locker. Um, we're venison folks. Oh, so very lean. Yeah. I'm sorry, I mean, if Kate. you're a better friend with Cade, he'd give you some some meat like he gives me. Every time he kills I've, a deer, I get, some, I, get, I get some packages from him. You don't get, I really enjoy You don't get the Cade packages? I really I don't. enjoy the L&K beef. Uh, I've had it a lot. I, we do a lot of grilling out this time of the year. I like, yeah, to, everybody I like does, to grill. Yeah. Like to use my my smoker, been looking into like the Rectech wood pellet grills and things that connect to your Wi-Fi, so I can be like Jeremiah and have thirty things. Connected <laughs> hey Google, to my home. turn my smoker up four degrees. That's crazy. Uh, I need to turn that back off. <laughs> <laughs> Dakota's phone just went off again. Oh, I think no. that this happened. I I talked a few weeks ago about uh, having my Google Voice turned off. I just got a new job offer on Indeed. <laughs> uh, Unsolicited, of course. But I think that that happened. I think it turned back on whenever I reset my phone because I was trying to figure out why I couldn't comment why your Facebook on wasn't Facebook. working. Uh, it's because of these stupid people in Facebook groups. All right, God. Well, this has been uh, this has been interesting uh, talking about Independence Day. Is there anything else on the Independence Day topic that we need to work through, or um, does that does that get it all off your chest? Mm, I think there's a lot to work through with Independence Day. It's just a really cool holiday. I think the uh, 
It's very, it's, the, it's obviously uniquely American. Yeah. The, well, I just think the cultural significance of a group of men who decided to meet and say that they were done and they were going to be free people mm-hmm. is, is such a significant event in not just American history, but world history. It's happened all over the world in different scenarios, but I think that, uh, we did it the best. We were, <laughs> we did it the best, but we also faced giant, giant odds that, and yep. a giant stack that was against us. Like we said, 3% of the people at the time of the signing of the Declaration of Independence were against uh, freedom or were for freedom from Great Britain. Um, and that quickly, quickly turned as, as time went on in just the span of a year. Over half of the people... Uh, I think there were two and a half million people that were living in the original 13 colonies by the end of the Revolutionary War. And two and a half million or 250,000. Or, yeah, 250,000. I can't remember. Either way, over half of the people by the end of the first year of the signing of the Declaration of Independence were for uh, the freedom to be their own sovereign nation. It's really cool. It's a really, really neat thing. Yeah. So, I do have something to mention about the July 4th. Um, You missed your chance, sir. No, I didn't. I'm bringing it back. Bringing it back. It's okay. Um, Did you guys see the picture of Alex Morgan? I believe her name. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Sipping the tea. Yep. Yeah, yep. Just another tea party is what I is a caption that I saw attached that, to that image. That, that's so amazing. It's really cool. This exactly. is the uh, soccer player. Yeah, yeah. The U.S. So women's pretend, national team. Pretend like uh, our folks don't listen to sports. Oh, or w- know what sports we're talking about. The Americans have yes. been have been playing soccer and have been doing quite, in the, the World women Cup. Yep. have been doing quite well. Yes. The so the U.S. women's national team for soccer has been playing in the World Cup. And has been crushing it. Why? Why do they play those games during the American Workday? It's kind of BS, isn't it? Well, we don't. We're, decide we're at that. our jobs. We don't decide that. It's, it's a World Cup. We're so America. We, we're the superpower. They should play it when we say to play it. Yeah, that's not how it happens. So, anyways, um, the U.S. has just been two and a half million. I was right. Way to go! Nice. Two and a half million. What uh, people? That was the population of the United States in 1776. What was the English population? In I have no idea. So anyway, I don't care. Anyways, let's get back. They to signed it. that document, and I didn't have to care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Once that document came out, I didn't care. But I, no. uh, I read a great book in high school. For I was I was a uh, nerd in high school, and I did history academic team, and uh, we had to read a book called the. Uh, a great cause, and it was huge. It's a humongous book, but six it's million. all six of, million. Really, there were six million Brits. Look at that; they had us beat almost three times over. They had all of Britain had uh, less people than the state of Indiana does right now. What the same? The saying of the world was uh, wherever the sun touches. The British Empire is wherever the sun touches at the time, because they were they had grown so large, and we went. Ah, piss off. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, July 4th is one of my favorite holidays just because of the historical significance of it. 
Christmas is also like it has a lot of historical significance, but I think it's it's been dumbed down. But also, there's no actual historical significance of December 25th and the reason that we celebrate Christmas. Yeah, so that kind of takes away from Thanksgiving it. is one of my favorites. Memorial Day as well, but Thanksgiving is uh, is probably one of my is probably my favorite. Just because of like spending time with family, it's a time to take stock and be thankful. That's the uh, that's why it's the uh, the all time winner. Memorial Day is big too, uh, particularly in Indiana. But you know, remembrance and saying thank you and everything else that goes along with it. Um, yeah. It's Memorial Day is a big deal. I just like so, when people but, realize that there's a difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Yes. Thank you for your service. Pretty significant on Veterans service Day. on, yeah, <laughs> on yeah. Memorial Day. You made it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Memorial Day. Memorial Day is for it, the it, people it, who it angers have, who have it, fallen. It angers me. When people thank me for my service on Memorial Day, legitimately angers me. Like I have to. You should thank me for my service every day, except for Memorial Day. No, three hundred and sixty-four days of the year, it's fine. Memorial Day, just don't I, do it. I do. I do not expect anyone to thank me for my service. I do not. I don't. And I hate hate when people do that. Like they just. Well, I well I served. You should you should worship the ground I work on. No, you don't wear the hats. That's that's not that's not. Do you ever see yourself for. being the guy that wears the hat? No, I, I I think it's a difference of personality, and I also I think it's personality for sure. Yeah, and age, your generation as yeah. well. But I think I think personality. I, I I think the age also has a big part to play in it because of the way that your mind disconnects from things as time goes on, and um, it it kind of moves. It keeps it keeps. Time keeps marching on, as the uh, the great song says. We're gonna and, need you to cue that up, yeah. <laughs> Tracy. But it's a Tracy song. I, th- Tracy I think that one, yeah. once you reach forty years from now, you, you're going to have north, a north you're going to have a to- a totally different outlook on on sure. your time uh, in the military than what you do now because you're. I mean, the way that our memory works, the way that our entire mind works, it has. It changes it so much. Yeah, but I but, hope. So I think that kind of plays into the generational difference. Yeah, but I hope that I never become that guy, the guy that's going to Applebee's on well, Veterans I, Day yeah. and yeah. getting their meal. You well, know, I think that the expectant, like the uh, being, you owe me. Yeah, yeah. The no. You owe me is totally just purely personality yeah. type differences. It's absolutely ridiculous. Those people, you're the on a people fixed who, income, man. You got to save a nickel anywhere you yeah. can. The well, people don't be going that, out. that believe that you owe them, they believed that you owed them before their military service. I think. Yep. So that's awesome. Welcome to Happy Times on Boss Hogger Liberty mm-hmm. Podcast. Jeremiah Moore, Dakota Davis, Chris Guffey. We are transitioning now into final thoughts. Chris. Oh, it's me. Okay. You. Sir, get to go first. Okay. What so, you got in your back pocket over ooh, there? I've got two things. I was trying to get to that notepad earlier, but unfortunately I don't need it now. You wrote I it have, on the back of our coaster. On the, coaster. <laughs> <laughs> the back of the coaster is. Have you ever raised your hand and asked for help? Is that in your DNA? Nope. <laughs> uh, so first thing is Daniel Hemrick. Uh, the NASCAR driver. The NASCAR driver. Sprint w- Cup. Will be Cup. at. Winston Cup. Will be no, at our local. Monster Cup. Monster Energy. Nobody cares. Listen, okay? This is my time. The Grand National Series This is my time. You got your time. Driver of the number eight Chevrolet. Yeah. He will be at our local Stacks 
from what I appear. July 14th, 11 to 1130. Uh, Eli, I'm not even going to attempt to announce his last name. Eli, the owner. I'm going to call him Big Greek. Alagafoganus. Yep, not doing it. That's it, exactly. Big Greek. Uh, so I saw him today at the barbershop. So he will be there July 14th, uh, 11 to 1130. Uh, me and Lisa, uh, Katrin, will be at the Memorial Park. We have a booth set up. Uh, we'll be there from like 9. I think Lisa's staying till 5. I'll be there till like 2. Um, we've got some Frisbees to hang out, hand out some little matches so you guys don't have to use lighters to light off. Um, just Nextel Cup. Is he a Nextel Cup series driver? Don't care. <laughs> I don't care about left turns. Okay. So, ouch. So Sorry. you're, you're going to sell matches to kids? Uh, no, we're giving your, them away. Promotional event? Is that what you're doing? Nope. Free matches for kids. Free. The kids, not the kids. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we'll pass them out to kids. But uh, so we got that. Uh, Bring your photo ID. You get a free set of matches. <laughs> yeah. Guffy for city yeah. council. <laughs> we'll be there uh, nine to nine to five at least because we can't break down until five. So, but I think Lisa's. I think I'm gonna bounce early, and Lisa's gonna stay the whole time. You're gonna cut out. Yeah, because she's she, got to get to that day drinking. Yeah, her and her husband are gonna be there anyways. The for, incredible Tony Catron. <laughs> Yes, the trophy husband. <laughs> uh, we'll be there to barbecue and hang out with family anyways. So uh, That's all I think I've got. Very cool. Well, we wish you nothing but the best in, in that endeavor. Oh, I'm, I'm sponsoring. Me and Lisa are also sponsoring a porta john You've got a toilet. Yep. So if you... You uh, have half of a toilet. Do you think you have the urinal and she's got the, the throne? Do you think that's the way it's going to go down? Or what, how will the signage work? It's got to be. The Chris have, Guffey urinal? Be I have no clue. Will you will you get a selfie with it for us and post it? My uh, for the Patreon group, just for the Patreon people, just for the Patreon people. I will take a picture with my Porta my John. prediction is that the longest line for the Porta John will be your Porta John. I hope so. Famous, just so they can go. I went paying Chris Guffey's Porta John. Yeah, the Let's, Guffey. If, I mean, a Guffey Porta Potty is. That's a big deal. It is. You have arrived yep. in Newcastle hierarchy. If you've had a Porta John named after you, named after you, I swear you have named after you. You, you uh-huh. Albany, Kentucky folk, you yeah. are proud. We are. We are. We're, we're proud of that. There, uh, Porta John. You're from Clinton County. We are, and that is a dry county. Can you believe that? <laughs> you got to go across the border down to there down to that bird. Tennessee. You got to go to Tennessee, that Birdstown, to get any six miles any, south. Any kind of alcohol, and then you got to bring it back. And guess what? That's bootlegging. Yeah, you're a rum runner now. Mm-mm, I can't do that. There's accents for you, Dakota. Dakota? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Hing-a-ding-a-durian. <laughs> Hing-a-ding-a-dungan. I am from Holland. Oh, my gosh. Christy, uh, <clears throat> Zach, Christy, I, I Christy wants uh, a sign, a picture of the uh, sponsor Portageon. Zach wants to know if you're hanging a sign on it or if it's. Are you gonna have a wrap? Do you bring it to like don't drive uh, naked and you're having a no, wrap? No, no, no. Here's the plan. I have no real quick spray paint on a. No, I have no clue. All that happened was yesterday. I went to lunch and I go, hmm. All right, Landon. Here's my sign. Here's Lisa's sign. Here's the check. Do what you do, buddy. Lisa and, had this idea. Lisa did. Lisa brought this idea up and said, Lisa had an idea of making that little bit of a scavenger hunt where mm-hmm. you go to the booth and uh, you, you give Take your a- information voluntarily and you partake in a scavenger hunt where you try to find the face of Chris Scuffy and 
Lisa Catron. And we were going to put their faces on the Portageon. So there might be faces. We might have to sit Chris Guffey's inside of the urinal. Oh. <laughs> Are you going to Jane Fonda me? <laughs> Is that what's happening? That's a Vietnam that's <laughs> reference in case you yeah, didn't know. Yeah, I, I got it. They did the same thing with uh, Osama bin Laden at the Newcastle Fire Department when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> taped, so. a, taped a picture of so bin Zach, Laden in the urinal. And so, Zach, the sign will face. be, I'm assuming, just somewhere around because I gave him... Um, you should print out a glossy and just throw it in the urinal. Like in the, you know, where he pisses on it. It'd be hilarious. That is a terrible idea. <laughs> it's so funny. You're looking down anyway. <laughs> Zach, Zach Bertram says you need a sign on the back of the door that says, feel better? Thank Chris Guffey and Lisa Catron. This moment of relief. <laughs> Paid for by Catron and Guffey. Yeah. And so. Uh, that's good. <laughs> good stuff. All right. Well, people can look for you. If uh, if they see you out there at the fair, get a picture with uh, with Guffey. <laughs> Hashtag Boss Hog of Liberty or tag us on the uh, on the old Facebook and we'll share it. Yeah. If you do that, we'll share it. And uh, you may become Insta famous because we've had 20,000 <laughs> 20,000 impressions on a couple of them in the last couple of days. Oh, God. Guffy's face on the underside <laughs> of the toilet seat. Yeah. <laughs> open you up just the- fold it up and it's just <laughs> Guffy with two thumbs up. <laughs> Hope it comes out okay. We're all cheering for you. That's hilarious. All right, Dakota, what you got for final thoughts? You got <laughs> Chase's bugs are still in here. Yeah. He hasn't been in the studio for a month and his damn fruit flies are still here. There's much less of them now. Maybe these ones are the the leftovers from last week. Um, I don't have much final thoughts, I guess. I Well, that was brief. Thank you. Didn't really, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't really think it through. Um, I hope that you take the lessons of internet etiquette. 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 Mm-hmm. Etiquette. Sorry. Yeet. 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 Yang. I hope that you take them to heart because they are very serious issues. And sometimes the consequence of your action is getting someone banned my final thoughts i do want to claim victory in the boomer group over chris spangle i got him thrown out uh i won he lost that was cool uh jared lorenzen did pass away he was a uk quarterback we were talking about kentucky stuff a minute ago 38 years old he was known for being the big 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 guy dakota we're still talking here you're stopping the video and we're still going come on man he's my he's worried oh it froze up oh man (laughs) the video froze and nobody knows why what we don't know what happened to Jared Lorenzen. Oh, I had another question. He, I he passed to ask away, you. and then another. There was a uh, another sports death this week. Twenty-seven uh, year old pitcher for the Angels. Overdose, uh, right? With, no, 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 no. He was found. It's, he's found dead, and they don't know what happened. It's a hotel. Yeah, happened, died yesterday or the yep. day before for uh, the Anaheim or California Angels, yep. or the Angels, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Yep. So read those into the record. Don't know what happened. Um, we will find out. Watch the uh, presidential debates. Uh, number two. Number two. We uh, we covered number one pretty heavily last week. Um, there were some Let's, real difficulties for Joe Biden and Cam, uh, Kamala Harris was accusing him of some busing stuff going back to the 70s. It sure was, was very nuanced. And he did not come away well. That didn't. Uh, who do you think won right now? Who won it? I, it sounds like people thought Harris did very well. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. That's what I was getting. I. I. I ended up. I didn't. And then there's an author that I'm not familiar with that's also uh, that also ran for is running, uh, who did well. Andrew yeah. Yang only got three minutes of. That's all he time. got to talk. Yeah, that's I, that's what I'm hearing. I've yet three to minutes. see a Yang highlight out of any of it. 
Well, I mean, when you only get three minutes out of a 120-minute conversation, I mean, the uh, hi, my name's the, Andrew Yang. Yeah, oh, that's that, it. The whole way that they were structured was kind of BS. And Yang, uh, like uh, Marianne Williamson, the yes, like, the the Crystal Lady. Mm-hmm. She is Facebook's uh, Facebook's had a bad day, and our video has crashed here at the end of the show. So, did that, you hear that? Pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Did you listen to the? Like her comment about where she was going to call the, she said that her the prime minister of New Zealand, yeah, yeah, and said something along the line like New Zealand's going to be the best place, and she said, "I'm going to call her up and I'm going to be like, listen here, girl, mm-hmm. you got your hands busy now." But she also she later that after was, the debate she <laughs> made a tweet that said, "I've enjoyed all of the funny memes that have come out about me, but on a serious note, there are many times that I tried to interject into." Uh, the conversation that was happening and my mic was muted. Yeah, Andrew Yang had the same problem. Uh, basically, night the one, media night one and two. If yeah. if you weren't if you weren't a spotlight, you didn't. I mean, right. you had to fight. The media picked their front runners, and that's who they were going to focus on. Yep. Yeah. So it doesn't allow for open discussion. I'll put this out right now. If any one of these presidential candidates want to come on to the Ball Saga Liberty, we will we will host you. We you must have, you must come in studio though. Yeah, uh, either we, we might have to reach out to Andrew Yang again. We may, uh, depending on we we may we may be able to work in a phone interview if they use a pay phone and they put enough quarters in. Yep, you got to we'll use see. a pay phone, and I got to hear the quarters clink. We'll nah, see. It, I want their personal like phone two, number. Two coins in a jelly jar. Just that way, like, whenever you know, uh, Pete Buttigieg is uh, president, I have his cell phone number. You know, you call him up and that. be like, you're hey, yo, and Andy Farmer, Funny Farm. Did you ever watch Funny Farm? Remember that movie? Mm-mm. Oh, you ever watch Funny Farm, Guffy, Dakota? Nope, nope, nope. Dakota. Nope. Cade, nope. you ever watch it? No. Nope. Chase? Chase, no. Danny? Danny, no. Mason? Danny, who's that? Uh, I don't even remember anymore. Danny got tossed out of the boomer group for saying stuff that was questionable today. It was hilarious. <laughs> or he got a post deleted. Oh. Questionable. He. It was racist. It was a Bill Cosby joke. <laughs> he told one Bill Cosby joke and got tossed. Hey. All right. That's enough of this. We will be back on Thursday of next week. We appreciate you guys very much for sticking with us. It's been fun. Thank you, Farmer Brad, and we will see you on Thursday night. Thank you for listening to the Boss Hog of Liberty, which is part of the We Are Libertarians network. I am Chris Spangle, and I am the founder of this network. And I invite you to listen to all of our shows, which you can find at wearelibertarians.com or by searching for these in your podcatcher. The flagship show is the We Are Libertarians podcast, where we apply libertarian principles to current events. The Brian Nichols Show is a conversation amongst Republicans, Democrats, Libertarians, Independents, as they talk about what is happening in the news. And we have many other podcasts like The Chris Spangle Show, Upward, The Cost, Raw Audio Politics, Miranda's World, and Tad Talk, which is quite a ride. So check all of these out. Go to WeAreLibertarians.com and you can check out all of our great podcasts. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Get our other shows at WeAreLibertarians.com.